so today uh, in the continuation of incarnations lord brahma is explaining to narada about appearance of lord narsimha deva so he saying the personality of godhead assumed the form of narsimha deva sa narsimha roopam for what purpose tripishtapuru urubayaha tripishtapa means the demigods who are playing in the higher planetary system who are staying urubayaha they were fully became uh, fearful urubaya heavy to drive away their fear lord assumed the form of narsimha deva in order to vanquish the great fears of the demigods tripishtapuru bayaha and lord killed the king of the demons daitya indram who challenged him spurantam by challenged him with what with a club in his hand gadaya so then what did lord do when he challenged him the lord placed him on his thighs urunipatya abipatantam he made him lie down on the thighs then and piercing with his nails vidadara nakaihi with his naka nails he vidadara pierced him rolling his eyebrows in anger because he tortured his uh, devotee lord became very angry brahmad brukuti and showing his fearful teeth and mouth damstra karala vaktram so lord became so angry and when anger is expressed it comes in our eyebrows we become very angry eyebrows will will become tight then uh, teeth we crush our teeth sounds will come and uh, mouth will becomes distasteful actually uh, it will be uh, some uh, vikara will come all these things and also all the things lord had exhibited because hiranyakashipu was torturing pralada who was very dear devotee of the lord so generally hiranyakashipu is represented of, representative of all materialistic people hiranya means gold and kashipu means soft bed so people are interested in these two categories sense enjoyment and opulence which is the ultimate aim of all materialistic people bhoga aishwarya bhoga and aishwarya they want sense enjoyment bhoga and aishwarya for opulence for surviving for that bhoga you can't get easily bhoga but to pay for it so payment is through aishwarya so such demoniac men they have no relationship with god so gradually they become puffed up by materialistic acquisitions and they begin to challenge the authority of the supreme lord and torture those who are devotees of the lord this is the one one significance of the demoniac people when they become powerful they think there is no god they think ishwaraham aham bhogi i am the ishwara i am the enjoyer and they say everything is under my control i have killed so many enemies so many more are there by my plans i am going to kill all of them in the future i have acquired so much money and i have business plans i'll going i am going to make it trouble triple more and more of this i will be surrounded by my rich aristocratic family members with all these demoniac qualities are explained 16 chapter verse number 7 8 8 downwards almost these are the symptoms only you see 8 verse number 8 you see 16 chapter verse number 8 
Got it? 16.8. Anishwaram. Aparaspara sambhutam kimanyam kama haitukim. They say there is no God. Read the translation. So they don't want to accept the supreme cause. They say there is no God, there is no maintainer, there is no controller. Next, what are their further symptoms you see? Jagato Ahitaha. Hmm. They will not do any welfare activity. They will be doing all activities which are destroying the welfare of the people. Translation, following such conclusions, the demoniacs who are lost to themselves and who have no intelligence engage in unbeneficial, horrible works meant to destroy the body. Ugra karma. They involve in Ugra karma which is destroying not only themselves but all the uh, surrounding people also. It will destroy the entire nature. Their activities are meant for destruction. Next. <coughs> Next verse. Next read the translation. Uh, the demonian taking shelter of insatiable lust, pride and false prestige and being thus illusioned are always sworn to unclean work, attended by the impermanent. So pride, three things are there. They take shelter of insatiable lust, kama, then ahankara, then false prestige, which is actually not. So they become proud, they become uh, all this ahankara, government, everything will come there. And they can never satisfy their lusty desires. It can be either uh, sense gratification mind or it can be in uh, uh, pursuing anything. Anything they want to possess you greedy. All these things are there. So with this mentality, if they have tried to behave, what will be their status? Read verse number 19 and 18. What will Lord do if you are in this demoniac mentality? What will be the result of following this demoniac mentality? Tanaham dvishtan kruran samsareshu naradaman Shipam Yajashan Asuban Asurevasha Yonishu. Correct? Hmm. Read the translation. Those who are envious and mischievous, who are the lowest among men, are cast by me into the ocean of material existence, into various demonic species of life. Next verse. That is, casting is one level. Next, what happens further? Attaining repeated birth amongst the species of demonic life, such persons can never approach me. Gradually, they seek out to the most abominable type of existence. So, they can never approach the Supreme Lord and they go into deeper and deeper ignorance and they will be accepting lower forms of life. By following or by cultivating demoniac principles, this will be their ultimate state. So, <clears throat> so Lord assumed the incarnation of Narsimha just to finish this Hiranyakashpu. In a manner beyond the demon's imagination. Demons will plan many things. But Lord, Lord's planning, nobody could counter, nobody could imagine itself. Lord broke all their plans and uh, he finished the Hiranyakashpu. So materialistic plans of godless demons are always frustrated by the all-powerful Lord. Because they have not consulted God, all their plans are all materialistic only. So anything materialistic idea is prone for finish. So, so Narsimha 
the whole incarnation we have seen many cinemas we have heard this stories from time immemorial from our childhood and onwards and all we have been hearing so we'll try to understand once again from bhagavatam perspective so hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha are sons of diti so they appeared in the sixth manu's time chakshusha manvantara and these incarnations happened prior to churning of the milk ocean so last incarnation was later to milk ocean later to narsimha narsimha's appearance so she actually she uh, she impressed upon kashyapa muni for having a child at a wrong time kashyapa tried to console her that it is not a proper time and it will be resulting in bad effect but he came under the control of woman with her uh, crying and uh, feelings all these things and all she conquered kashyapa so they had uh, uh, sexual intercourse and she became pregnant when she became pregnant itself there was always there were already uh, disturbances in the universe so then she could understand because at wrong time i had done this thing so some demoniac people have taken birth so she feels very repentant then she prays to her husband what is the relief from her from this demoniac sense so whole world will suffer because of them then uh, then kashyapa will bless her saying that your sons may be demoniac but your grandson will be the uttamadhikari level so he will protect you the whole universe because of him the lord will also be very satisfied because of your grandson because of your sons lord becomes very angry and because of your grandson lord becomes very happy so in that way he had assured her so she tried to hold on this embryo for such a long time it's almost like 100 years of demigods time hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha were within the womb of diti for 100 years of demigods time even prahlad maharaj was also in the womb for such a time same so she didn't want to bring them out early so that the demons their uh, uh, what do you say uh, the torture to demons she was trying to delay as 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 late as possible because she know ye bahar aayega pura sabko control mein rakhenge so at uh, 100th year it almost became like a, at the time of devastation how the universe will be the whole universe was responding in that way everything became black with no reason there is no sun there is no light nothing nowhere and everywhere there were horrible sounds being heard <coughs> everywhere there were earthquakes meteors volcanoes everything were erupting then all the demigods became fearful they went to brahma and asked him what is this anything uh, by any chance you, universe is going to finish or what then brahma said no two great personalities are taking birth because of which all these things are happening <laughs> and there prabhupada writes whenever there is an earthquake means assume some great worst personality has taken birth at that time <laughs> so like that whenever these things material disturbances are there means some worst personalities are taking birth at that particular point of time so uh, then these two personalities take birth but from childhood itself these people uh, are uh, very uh, hyperactive they grew as tall as mountains are they when they stand their uh, hair used to touch the clouds their body became steel framed no six pack 16 pack six pack is only minimum these people are 16 pack heavy bahubali we say like that category 
so these people became so big their body and all was decorated with uh, uh, golden ornaments many things if you see their decoration in third canto so all these things they were exhibiting their uh, thing so hiranyaksha and hiranyakashipu who is first and who is second but hiranyakashipu hiranyaksha came out first and hiranyakashipu came out next so that's what prabhupad clarifies because the first baby is hiranyakashipu he is elder at the point of conception so he is backside and who is coming out first is the younger one generally we take the unta thing so prabhupad writes in that purport hiranyakashipu is the elder one because first he is conceived then hiranyaksha was conceived who is at the door jo room mein pehla enter hua wo bada wo pehla aadmi hai jo bahar nikla wo pehla aadmi nahi hai so hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha then they wanted to challenge everyone this is because they came for that specific purpose they wanted to accept a form where they will become enemies of the de- uh, enemies of the lord and in that way they'll be remembering the lord so uh, hiranyaksha started uh, conquering the whole world so he started going and fighting with all the demigods and he is capturing all their uh, kingdoms at one time he went to varuna and he challenged varuna come and fight with me varuna is great devotee of the supreme lord so varuna came and started uh, trying to say don't boast yourself that you are the greatest fighter one day you will meet that fighter who will crush your pride and put you to death then hiranyaksha asked who is that person who can crush me then varuna says it is the supreme lord narayana so if you have to attract supreme lord narayana in this material world he has to add act something which will disturb the narayana's uh, mystic slumber slumber so then hiranyaksha tried to play around with mother earth he tried to tamper the mother earth from her position and hid away somewhere in patala rasatala level in the bottom of the ocean it says almost then lord accepted the form of varaha a mighty form he came from the nostril of brahma when brahma was thinking what to do how i can lift that earth back to its original position they were contemplating what to do what to do and only supreme lord can do this uh, uh, magnificent activity then lord came out of a small very small tiny bore and in the moment he became very huge personality that he covered almost the size of the universe then lord understood he is non different personality he should be the supreme lord then along with all the great saints they offered their prayers and in that uh, in that war lord killed him so hiranyaksha was dead one slap it is said lord gave him one slap and hiranyaksha was dead so then uh, hiranyakashipu he became angry so he wanted to conquer narayana so he attacked vaikuntha it is said bhagavatam one place he said he attacked vaikuntha and lord ran away out of fear of hiranyakashipu and hid in him hid inside the heart of hiranyakashipu because he will never see within will only see outside so lord took shelter of the heart of hiranyakashipu so then uh, he was thinking i have conquered even vaikuntha lord ran away from here so then again he went and did tapasya so before going to tapasya he informed his wife uh, she was pregnant because her husband has gone for tapasya she said i will not deliver unless my husband comes back so he went and did tapasya he almost did tapasya for 100 years of demigods period then when tapasya was the severe strain his body was entirely eaten away by termites there was a full hillock on his body 
then all the demigods went and requested brahma please do something he is going to devastate the entire universe because of his tapashyakti then brahma came from his kamandalu he had sprinkled some water where hindyakeshpur regained his body there was only mere skeleton in his body but still his tapasya was going on by his life air he was controlling the entire body so when the when the when brahma gave him back then brahma asked him what benediction you want hiranyakashipu said i want to become immortal brahma said even myself is immortal not mortal how i can give you that benediction then hiranyakashipu used his intelligence and he thought i will ask a uh, boon in which a roundabout process he said no one no man or no animal or no demigod can kill me neither in the daytime nor in the night time they can kill me neither on land neither on land water or nor in the air nobody can kill me neither by weapon neither by animal neither by anything they can kill me like that he had asked various possible options and brahma gave him that benediction in the meantime indra came to wife of uh, nurse, uh, wife of hiranyakashipu uh, and he was trying to take her kayadu was her name yeah. kayadu he wanted to take her away and keep her under jurisdiction and see whenever uh, the baby is born he wanted to kill away that baby he was dragging her towards uh, indralok then in between nardamuni will come and say what are you doing so i am taking her this lady into custody so that when she delivers i want to kill that demon because from the demon's stomach only demons will be taking birth maybe some more severe demon may be coming out so when he is child itself i want to finish him and nardamuni says no a mahabhagavata is on her womb when nardamuni said that immediately indra paid obeisances to the devotee he circumambulated her requested uh, uh, sorry from that lady and left her to nardamuni and went away so nardamuni brought her and uh, made her stay in his ashrama so the entire time she was waiting for hiranyakashipu every day he was teaching bhagavatam that's why when the child uh, itself in the womb itself he say he became bhagavatottamaha 100 years of preaching you can understand one day bhagavatam class itself that struggling 100 years of bhagavatam class of demigods time he assimilated the entire vedic principles that's why when he came out he is very active in preaching then he later says i can remember everything but my mother being an woman of less intelligent category she forgot everything what she had heard in the womb he was hearing and he regained the knowledge mother who was physically hearing she was not able to retain that knowledge so from the and hiranyakashipu came back the tazil started both father and son father is saying everybody have to worship me son is saying i will worship only narayana i will not worship anybody else so in that way he was sent to the ashrama of uh, the sons of shukracharya what are their names shanda and amarka shanda and amarka so they tried to teach him the first round of teaching happened so when he came back the father asked him what is the best thing you have learnt from your teachers from the entire vedic knowledge the shloka what he quoted he says asurvarya he is not even calling his father my dear father is saying oh best of the demons hitvatma padam gruhamanda kopam manam gato yad harimashrayata you are staying in a dungeon well this materialistic life so which there is no deliverance leave all these things and all go to vrindavana take shelter of mukunda like that lord he, he is preaching to his father father becomes very angry then he said who has taught him this vaishnava things and all so are you not careful then he starts scolding their teachers then when they start scolding him he gives them one more opportunity to take him back and again teach him properly 
see that no visitor from outside is coming and teaching spoiling this boy's mind they took him back now when he took him back uh, now second time onwards he became even more serious then he started preaching all the other boys in the class so whenever there is a break in the teaching time either lunch break or breakfast break a snack break so he assembled all his boys and said now come on listen here to bhagavatam all the boys were saying no 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 we are here to play why you are wasting all this in philosophy when we grow older philosophy is for us at that time then no no prahlad maharaj started teaching them two chapters of his teachings are there in bhagavatam what he taught to his friends school boys then they all became uh, devotees <laughs> then uh, the teacher shandan amarka brought him back to their father and said not only your boy is spoiled he is spoiling all the other boys also and they said we can't handle him you take care of him then father became very angry then uh, the conversation what ha- actually happened between the son and the father my son prahlada you rascal you know that when i am angry all the planets of the three worlds tremble along with their chief rulers by whose power has a rascal like you became so impotent that you appear fearless and overstep my power to rule you then prala said the source of my strength of which you are asking is also the source of yours indeed the original source of all kinds of strength is one he is not only your strength or mine but the only strength of everyone without him no one can get any strength whether moving or not moving superior or inferior everyone including lord brahma is controlled by the strength of the supreme lord so this is the conversation what is happening between the father and the son that supreme lord who is the supreme controller and the time factor he is the power of the senses the power of the mind the power of the body and the vital force of the senses this in four ways the lord is the power what we all possess one is power of the senses power of the mind the power of the body and the vital force of the senses his influence is unlimited he is the best friend of all living entities the controller of the three modes by his own power he creates maintains and annihilates and he is saying my dear father please give up this demoniac mentality do not discriminate in your heart who is friend and who is enemy your mind make your mind equipoised towards everyone like he is asking him to come to a brahmana stage what is brahmana stage 5.18 vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavi hasini sunicheva sapakecha panditaha samadarshina you should be able to see everyone on the equal platform come to that platform equipoise stage except for the uncontrolled and misguided mind there is no enemy within this world the enemy what you are thinking only is your mind there is no enemy other than this in this world in former times there were many fools like you who did not conquer the six enemy that six enemies that steal away the wealth of the body what are the six enemies kama krodha lobha moha mada matsarya these are the six enemies which steal away our wealth of our body that is our life itself they steal away <coughs> these fools were very proud thinking i have conquered all the enemies in ten directions but they failed to conquer the enemies within him but if a fifth, but if a person is victorious over the six enemies and equipoised towards all living entities for him there are no more enemies enemies are merely imagined by one in ignorance 
then hiranyakashipu became angry because his son is trying to teach him see demoniac people what happens they are like a snake you try to touch him they get up and uh, they exhibit their anger and uh, ferociousness you rascal you are trying to minimize my value as if you are better than me in controlling your senses you are over intelligent and i can therefore understand that you are about to die in my hands only people uh, when they are about to die they talk this uh, what is that vinashakala uh, viparita buddhi like that he is saying because your vinashakala has come that's what your viparita buddhi you are talking like this and all he is saying because you are speaking so much nonsense i shall now sever your head from your body let me see which worshipable deity will come and protect you now he became very angry removed his sword and came forward towards prelada to attack him and he said you are saying that lord is everywhere if he is everywhere he see in this pillar and he knocked on that pillar banged on that pillar as soon as he banged in that pillar there was a heavy roar sound like a lion sound people in his entire assembly they could not locate where is that sound coming from such what is that personality who is that sounding with no source where is the sound coming from and in this time that famous shloka is there of uh, prahlada when he was asked where is your lord is he in this pillar indu galad anduledani sandeham valadu chakri sarvopagatondu endendu vetikina anandaye galadu dhanavagrani vinte when you when you hear in the parampara system you can find the lord anywhere and everywhere it's not that he is nowhere dhanavagrani vinte when you hear from authorities you can immediately pursue the lord everywhere so that is the point what he is saying so then uh, hiranyakashipu was also wondering okay now i have been waiting to find my enemy if because of you if enemy is going to come it is very good for me that i am going to attack him and now kill him vishnu he wants to kill vishnu so when he became very angry at that time lord uh, broke open the pillar and came out that was a huge form unimaginable by the demon neither he is man or he is lion half man half lion so when he saw that form all the demons there in the assembly they became fearful but hiranyaksha was trying to study who is this form what is his uh, intention he is trying to study minutely what is there on the form of the lord hiranyakashipu studied the form of the lord trying to decide who the form of narsimha deva standing before him was the lord's form was extremely fearful because of his angry eyes which resembled like molten gold the rice were red red for demons it is said that red red hot copper eyes for lord it is molten gold he shining mane that mane was very shining which expanded the dimensions of the fearful face his deadly teeth and his sharp razor tongue which moved like a deluding sword like that lord is moving it's like a sword moving around his ears were erect and motionless his nostrils and gasping mouth appeared like caves of a mountain like he's a huge personality his jaws parted fearfully and his entire body touched the sky can you can understand what is the size of that personality his neck was very short and thick his chest was broad his waist was thin and the hairs on his body as white as the rays of the moon his arms resembled the flanks of soldiers spread in all directions 
like unlimited arms it was almost like and uh, he killed the demons rogues and atheists with his conchal this club lotus and other natural weapons because there were many arms there were many weapons also i think uh, one picture was there lord having 32 arms or something like that 16 arm or 32 arm in i think bhagavatam book only it will be there one one lord is killing with his hands various uh, demons and all then hiranyakashipu thought to himself lord vishnu he must be lord vishnu he made a plan to kill me but what is the use of such a plan who can fight with me because i have already the benediction so when he took benediction from brahma he started even neglecting brahma later because if i can't be killed why i should hear to you so this is the demonic mentality they don't even respect the demigod who has through whom he has got his power he defied even brahma <clears throat> then he started playing around becoming extremely angry he started attacking the lord then lord also started playing around like a like it is said that like garuda catches snakes lord caught hold of him and he became so tough he was trying to come out of the grip of the lord so lord let him loose for a second then he thought okay now lord became very fearful of me that's why he left me then he started using all his mystic power to challenge the lord but lord caught him finally and made him sit on the uh, lap neither in the entrance it's on the doorway doorstep lord made him sit a uh, lord sat on the doorstep and uh, on his lap with his uh, fiery nails opened his body and removed that intestines and it is said that the lord wore that intestines as his garland so he protected the benedictions of brahma without disturbing none of the benedictions and still killed hiranyakashipu so it is neither day time nor night time it is sayam sandhya which is neither counted as day or night and it is neither inside nor outside it is on the doorstep neither man nor animal neither demigod he is half man half lion then neither by uh, weapon nor by any of the category it is by nails so like that uh, lord fulfilled all the items what brahma had sanctioned and still killed the demon hiranyakashipu <coughs> so after killing him all these things and all then uh, we know in bhagavatam that after that chapter all the demigods will come forward to pacify lord then even after exalted prayers all these things and all the lord was not pacified then lakshmi devi she was asked to go further and pacify her pacify her husband then lakshmi devi was shocked she had also not never assumed that lord can assume such a form so thinking that he might be some other personality because she is a chaste woman she was also afraid to go because if she is some other personality her chastity will go away she was also afraid then brahma because he he says to pralada because of you the lord had appeared only you can pacify him and he pushes that boy little towards narsimha then uh, the small boy goes he takes a garland and uh, he garlanded the lord and uh, started offering pay, uh, prayers he falls down at the feet of the lord and lord picks him up when he saw pralada his all his anger was gone and uh, he picked the boy and uh, placed his hand on the head of uh, pralada and pralada says this benediction nobody got brahma did not got even lakshmi did not got never never any time brahma or shiva or lakshmi did they get a hand of hands mercy of uh, lord they never got only i got that mercy like that then he starts offering all his prayers 
after the end of all the prayers prahla, because of the sincere prayers of prahlada lord becomes very satisfied and he says what benediction do you want he says i don't want any benediction if you are about to offer me give me an opportunity that please celebrate my father then lord says because of you being a devoted son in the family 21 generations one place it says 21 28 100 generations many places purposes but 21 generations forward and future will automatically get liberated what to speak of your father because you are having a bhagavata uttama so many generations are automatically liberated and still says lord says i am not still satisfied and then he gives him a prediction that he will be staying still end of this uh, manus time and further you will be having a planet where you will go and stay there like that and all he gives him further benedictions and he, and pralada says if you are to give me i am not a businessman he says so, uh, what is that uh, savai vanik i am not a businessman i have never done devotion service to gain any benefit out of you but if there is any opportunity always give me a service at the servant of servant of servant of your servant he says please engage me as servant of your servant so lord blesses him and uh, lord uh, vanishes from there so entire this episode is uh, very dear to the devotees because lord is there in this mode to protect the devotees like one one form of the lord in one one mode he will be exhibiting if you want transcendental knowledge we should be worshiping lord hayagriva if you want the vedic personified is lord varaha so medicine personified is danvantri so lord narsimha is protection personified opulence personified is shrinivasa happiness personified is krishna so like that uh, one one personality will be exhibiting one specific aspect so for the protection of the lord even propad introduced narsimha mantra in this uh, hari krishna moment when propad became sick in 1967 when he had the third heart attack devotees were not knowing what to do then propad gave this mantra uh, of jayadev goswami and he said all of you recite this mantra the whole night almost 36 hours continuously they chanted for propad to become well they were all praying we you have brought us to this insignificant devotion service and he has not even started his uh, preaching activity now you are taking him away devotees were feeling at that time because just then only 6 months to 1 year they have been in touch with propad and they were all feeling that uh, he came and in a moment he started teaching us you are taking him away so please uh, save him we wanted more, we wanted him his association more the devotees were sincerely praying and because of their sincere prayer and lord's mercy and because propad is there for specific uh, uh, duty to had to fulfill uh, propad was brought back and after 8 months or 9 months propad recovered he came to india 7 months he stayed in india then he recovered himself fully then he went back to us and started the second round of preaching 68 almost 68 starting 67 ending and 68 starting So in Bhagavatam, uh, fifth canto, eighteen chapter, eighth verse, there are prayers offered by the residents of uh, in one dvipa to Lord Narasimha Deva. So all of us can uh, uh, remember this prayer. I will chant. You can repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Narasimhaaya. Namaste Jaste Jase. Avir Avir Bhava. वज्रनक वज्रदंश्रा कर्मासयान रंदय रंदया तमोग्रसग्रस ओम स्वाहा अभयम अभयम आत्मनि भूयिष्ठा ओम श्रोम 
So this is a prayer offered by Pralad Maharaj to Narsimha. He says, I offer my obeisances unto Lord Narsimha Deva, the source of all power. One who possesses nails and teeth just like thunderbolts, kindly vanquish our demon-like desires for fruitive activity in this material world. Please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world. This is general. What is happening to us as a perspective, the uh, Prahlad Maharaj is praying. Here demons are considered because demons want to enjoy material sense gratification. They are personification of sense gratification. <coughs> so unless one is completely freed from all material desires, which are the cause of the cycle of birth and death due to ignorance, one cannot engage in devotion service of the Lord. So therefore, therefore we should offer our prayers to Narsimha Deva, who killed Hiranyakashipu, the personification of material desire. So we are asking the Lord to appear in our heart, to kill that all that desires, which will entangle us in this material world, and liberate us, and give us the strength and power, so that we can uh, face the struggle for existence and become, uh, we can conquer the situation and go back home, back to God. And further he says, O demons, give up this so-called happiness of family life and simply take shelter of the lotus feet of Lord Narasimha Deva, which are the actual shelter of fearlessness. Entanglement in family life is the root cause of material attachment. Indefatigable desires, moroseness, anger, despair, fear and desires for false prestige, all of which result in the repetition of birth and death. So what causes repetition of birth and death? All these things are causing. Entanglement in family life, indefatigable desires, moroseness, anger, despair, fear and desires for false prestige. So end with one story. Uh, there is a disciple of Shankaracharya by name Sunanda. He is also known as Padma Pada, Pada Padma. So they were, uh, the, uh, this boy is from Ahobilam area. Their, parent, their parents were Madhvacharya, Madhvacharya and Lakshmi Devi. He was a great Brahmana, a devotee of Lord Narasimha Deva. They had no son for a long time, so they had prayed Lord Narasimha Deva. And he, they have been blessed with a boy. So this boy, by, by birth, he is a devotee of Lord Narasimha Deva. When he grew older, parents died. So uh, for the service of the Lord, he donated his entire wealth. And uh, he started roaming around uh, for the, uh, in the service of the Lord. So one day, Lord came in his dream and told him, after so and so day, one Prabhupada will visit you, he will give you a stone. This stone is worth uh, making one uh, vanish. If you put the stone in your mouth, you will become invisible. So with this, you go to Varanasi. There, Shankaracharya will be having a debate with one old Brahmana. In that invisible form, go and inform Shankaracharya that the person whom you are debating is Vyasadeva himself. So then, then Shankaracharya will accept you as his disciple and he will guide you for further, further assistance. So as predicted by the Lord, on the third day a Brahmana came, that Brahmana gave him a stone. So he took that stone, put him in his mouth, went to Varanasi, so informed uh, Shankaracharya. Then Shankaracharya, uh, he became very uh, dear to Shankaracharya. Then all the other disciples, they became envious of him. Ajaya or itna jaldi Maharaj Swami ka favorite ban gya. Hmm? So then, uh, Lord, uh, then Madhva, uh, sorry, Shankaracharya understood uh, the intention of the disciples and he wanted to show how greatness is the, this devotee. 
So there was Ganges River, Shankaracharya was on the other side and the disciples were on the opposite side. Then he called uh, uh, Sananda Kamp. So as soon as he heard that Guru has called him, irrespective of what the river is, anything and all, he had faith in the instructions of Guru and uh, Narsimha. Then he started walking on the river. To everyone's surprise, wherever he was placing his foot, there were lotuses coming there. And he was stamping on the lotuses of different colours. And he crossed the river very easily. Then all the other disciples understood he is not a common man. He is of a divine personality. So that's why he was given Padma Pada or Pada Padma. Wherever he put his foot, lotuses were coming. So after some time, they came down. Again, they came to uh, Ahobilam area. Uh, they were passing through Ahobilam area towards uh, Shankaracharyasis, which is that place, Shungeri side. So they were passing through Ahobilam area. One day, uh, there was a, uh, uh, what do you say, uh, decoit who was there in that area, who was doing Tapascha Kalabhairava Puja. And he said, for many years I have been waiting uh, to find a suitable personality to do sacrifice. I sh he should be a sannyasi or a great king. So today I, I bought you great sannyasi. If I, if I offer you as Bali, uh, then uh, Lord will be very satisfied with me, such a great personality I am offering. Then Shankaracharya said one thing, you decide one time when my disciples are not around, so that easily you can offer me as Bali. Then he gave so and so time. In the meantime, this devotee heard that uh, the demon was, uh, that uh, Dakoid was about to uh, kill his guru. So he immediately sat in meditation to Lord Narsimadeva. As soon as he sought, sat in meditation and the demon came there to chop off the head of Shankaracharya, Lord appeared there in a fearful form like Narsimadeva, took that chopper and killed that demon only, killed that uh, Dakoid, and uh, Lord vanished there. So Lord is there. It is like a Nitya Leela Sthala. So whenever uh, devotees are in requirement, so Lord comes as the protector and uh, saves the devotees. There are many stories in regard to Narsimha Devas being protected. Even in South Africa, there was one story, next time we will relate, how Lord appeared as Narsimha Deva in South Africa and protected a child who had unlimited faith in Lord Narsimha Deva there. Iskon devotee only, something like that. Even one more story is there of the 33rd year of uh, Ahobilam also. So this was this year, one day he was passing through dense forest from Ahobilam to Mysore, he was on his path. So at the evening time they wanted to halt and they wanted to offer prayers to the Lord because they always carry that uh, uh, one Narsimha deity with them. They wanted to offer all the uh, upacharas for that day. So when they were trying to do all this puja, there was a commotion and they saw so many decoits, thieves have surrounded this uh, devotees and they wanted to loot and they wanted to take away all the uh, property and all. Then the GR became unperturbed. He went to the leader of the decoyed gang and told him that nothing belonged to them, that everything he possessed was belonging to the Lord and requested to wait till they finish their puja and after that whatever they want let them do. 